Good afternoon, South Shore Insurance. This is Michelle. Hi, can I speak to Michelle? This is Michelle, Michelle? This, this is Michelle, yep. Michelle, this is Joey Jingola. Hey, Joey, how are you? Good, how are you doing? Pretty good for a Monday. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. I think the biggest thing that we've seen happen with Active Campaign is we're really, our entry into a household typically is homeowners. And we were not in the beginning good at cross-selling that stuff. And we're much better at cross-selling it now, but in part of our Active Campaign, you know, they get our little whiteboard video in one of their emails and they get a list of, you know, hey, here's all the things that we do. And I've noticed our policy count per household has changed. So that's definitely been good because we weren't going back and contacting Mr. Homeowner who closed last month and is now settled to see could we quote his auto. Uh, to cross sell or not to cross sell? I mean, that is kind of the question, right? And you really have to think about who you are and what you want to be and what you ultimately want to get out of that cross sale. And I'm terrible at this, full disclosure. This is something that has been on my list of things to do for a couple years now, and just it never gets done effectively. And I think the reason is, is that because I talk to so many agents, I hear so many different stories of people who are successful with it, people who don't want to be successful with it and are already successful just focusing on the single thing that they do. And I think it comes down to your personal preference, your personal approach, how you want to make it work, right? And the tools that you need to make it work. And this is more or less of, of the tools of, of cross-selling and staying in front. And this, this episode, and that was Michelle Mosier uh, of uh, South Shore Insurance down in, in Florida. She's talking about her experience bringing on active campaign, using it to um, cross-sell the auto to the home from the home client that they predominantly get. Like that's their leader, right? The, the home policy is what's bringing people in the door based on their relationships. And... That's great. I'm glad that it's working. I'm glad their policy count is going up. Um, and you have to do what works for you. And I know there are agents that they want to get the one and they want to just use that as their kind of their Trojan horse to just work their way through and just just pillage the entire house, right? That's that's what they want to do. And then I know other agents that say, you know what, I just want this thing and I just want to do that thing over and over and over again. And this is the, you might be having this conflict yourself in your agency because I know that I, I constantly do as well. And I've always kind of sided on the fact of, I just want to do the one thing over and over again really well. The problem is, is that if you don't have enough of those things to do over and over again really well, then yes, you're going to start fishing for some cross cells. And that's where it becomes a matter of, we, we always talk about niche and, and that, and we were just actually on the mastermind call this morning with everybody, and Jason was talking about the importance of niching down to, you know, commercial lines of business. Now, we're talking personal, this is a little bit different, but you, know, you, you can look at a line of business as a niche, you can look at a, a segment of a line of a business as a niche, but ultimately, how do you want to do it? How do you want to execute it? And right now, Michelle is using active campaign to execute a cross-selling kind of uh sequence for her home clients to, to look to move into the auto and and that's great and we're going to talk about that a little bit more because sometimes we want to overthink it and we want to make it more than it is and we want to you know 
much like I have, you know, you, you come up with so many excuses as to why it's not going to get done, why you don't need to do it, and, and the reasons that you want to avoid it. And the problem is, is that you, you tend to think about that, then you think about the other thing and the other thing after that. And, and at the end of the day, just start simple, right? Start simple. I can't remember what episode it was, or maybe this was a newsletter that went out. But, you know, I, I think the day that I actually talked to Michelle, I, as I had one of my own email epiphanies, is you want to make it more than it is, right? And making it more than it is, is going to get you into trouble of not getting anything done. And start very simply, right? And by that, I mean, if you want a simple, simple, simple thing. Now, this this can be expanded upon and, and elaborated on, but, uh, you know, just set up an email trigger. You know, after somebody becomes a client in your system for a week, two weeks, just send them one email. Hey, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, thanks for becoming clients at uh, South Shore Insurance. And uh, you should be settling into your home policy by now. If you have any questions, you know where to find us. I hopefully the thing hasn't burned down, whatever, right? And, oh, by the way, um, you know, because I know you were in a rush to get in and I'm hopeful, hopefully you're enjoying the house of your dreams. Um, we might be able to even do a little bit better in that situation if we were to add the auto onto that home policy. And if that's something you're interested in doing, let's, let's have a conversation, right? Just one simple email sequence, one simple email, just one trigger, one email, right? One and one, and we probably talked about this. That's all, all the more complicated it is because then you have so many other things that you want to do, so many other lines of business, so many other avenues demanding your attention that you tend to want to overthink it sometimes. We only have our, our marketing tree, if you call it, in place for our auto and home business, um, not so much for commercial. I'm still trying to figure out how how I want to communicate during that year with those commercial clients more so than, yeah, here's your certificate for the next job that you need. But, you know, they all know we do personal and the majority of our commercial business is an extension of personal, you know, the electrical contractor or the attorney whose household we have, but we also have their office or, or things like that. I, yeah, there's always work to be done on that. And probably that would be our next thing is what is that commercial prospecting and marketing throughout the year, touches throughout the year. What does that look like? And you just want to kind of jump back to the idea of to cross sell or not to cross sell. That's where we started this episode. And the reason that I say that is because I have a buddy of mine, Carlos Vargas out in Boston, Vargas and Vargas insurance. And, and I've, I've kind of paid attention to what he does for a long time. And, you know, I was, I was at a conference with him in St. Louis several years ago and, and I was picking his brain because he runs a pretty successful shop out there and he's got a really good process. And I asked him, you know, he's predominantly personal line homeowners and he's built a pretty, pretty decent size agency. And I asked him, I said, do you, do you even want the auto? Do you want the, do you want to cross sell the auto with the home? And he's like, yeah, you know, I don't really want it. I was like, the auto moves too much. You know, it's too much of a, it has too much attention, right? There's too much fanfare around the auto insurance. And um, he doesn't really want it. And it's interesting because sometimes, you know, we look at those things as a package deal and we use those to, to, to bundle those up, you know, with the home, we, we take the auto in with the home, uh, the home doesn't move that much. Now, is the home going to move with the auto if, if, if you don't have it? I don't know. I mean, based on Carlos's experience and, and based on the size of his book, no, it's not. They're going to move the auto and they're going to keep the home. Or if you do enough home, the, the few that do move and the time that it does move, it's not that big of a deal. So that's why it's, it's an interesting thing, right? If, you're, if you can be really good at one thing, you can probably overcome that. Now, I don't know if Carlos is the exception to the rule. That's the one thing that I have yet to really figure out. 
as if that's the exception and that every one of us is the rule and we just need to know that we're the rule and start acting like it. Um, very depressing. I'm sorry that I just depressed you that, that you're not the exception, but somebody had to tell you if your parents didn't, then I'm sorry that it had to be me. But, um, at any rate, back to what Michelle's talking about, the, the commercial to personal lines cross sell is one that I have absolutely. And again, I don't know why I'm recording this episode at this point, because I've told you I'm not a great cross seller to begin with. And I have zero experience cross selling from commercial to personal lines, but guess what? It's my podcast. And I guess I'm going to talk about this anyways, because, um, reasons and going from commercial to personal, I feel like is, is, is one of the biggest stretches that you, you can have. I guess the reason that I look at it is sometimes is the more we do that, we're not experts in the, the more, risk and exposure. And this is the one time I'm going to talk against confidence, right? Usually I'm always saying, be confident in your ability to do this and do that. But again, because, you know, we're talking personal home and auto and, and, and PNC, and then going over into commercial, there's just so much to keep up with potentially. Maybe, I, maybe it's because I'm a health insurance guy talking here because I know that, you know, just even to do health insurance and then do personal lines, even competently, I'm not all that crazy about, right? Just staying up with everything that is health insurance and, and life insurance and all that stuff. And then to, to feel like I'm one of the best people that they should talk to on their, their auto and home, you know, it, it feels, I feel a little nervous making that statement. And I don't think it's one that we can make all that accurately. Yeah, we can do it, but are we the best? And, and am I as good at the thing that I'm really good at as the other thing that I'm trying to be good at? I don't know. And, and that's where the, the commercial line sale, I feel like if we're making any, you know, that's one of the biggest stretches I think we can make. If we're really good at commercial, how great are we at personal lines? If we're really great at personal lines, how good at commercial can we really be? Because there's so much to know. Uh, and, and, and for all of those agencies that tell me that they do that and health insurance and they'll clean out your dishwasher at the same time, I kind of get a little skeptical. I kind of feel like, you know, again, why are we such these 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 jack of all trades, master of nones? Why are we doing this? And 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 much like one of the other shows Michelle was on, you know, why are we afraid to send business out the door? And 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 now this might sound like it's counterproductive to what Michelle might have said in a previous episode. And, and she's making, I guess not, right? She she says she wants the auto, the home, and then she may want to cross sell the commercial business policy to a personal auto home policy. And maybe those are her lines, and that she's drawn. And maybe that's it. Maybe I'm overreacting, possibly. But these are things that because again, much like you know Michelle's hesitation or, or just you know kind of not getting around to the personal to, to commercial cross-sell tree marketing sequence yet, you know, that's, that's something that just, it's always going to be there as, as something that kind of distract you from doing something else. And, and deciding on that up front is, is very important. And that is, you know, at the end of the day, setting up these sequences with, you know, email power, email automation, right? That's what's at the core of this. It's just, it's the ability to just Set it and forget it is a little lazy, but to take the time to do it and then not have to worry about it for a while, right? Let these things run, let them do their job. I mean, what I have had success is, like I said, setting the one off, not overcomplicating things. Don't get too many things going all at once. Don't get like a 20 email sequence going that, you know, all of a sudden they've, you know, something's happened and they're, 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 they're you know, it's irrelevant the next 10 emails that they're going to get. Um, you know, let their actions dictate, you know, those emails. Now, again, you might not have that ability within your email marketing platform. That's okay. You don't necessarily have to, but always try to outthink it and simplify it as much as you can. Don't get ahead of yourself and don't be afraid to just start.
we have an automation that asks for for that, and we're not getting it. And I know really? some agents work with Rocket Referrals, and they're getting just tons of them. I haven't committed in my head to put the money towards that yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to hoping Active Campaign will come up with it. You know, I don't remember what the what the review looks like, so maybe it's not. Maybe it's not, Michelle. I don't know. I mean, it's possible. Don't don't beat yourself up too much just yet. But again, now there's Michelle talking about using again that same email power, that active campaign power to automate the review process of hey, tell us what you think. How did we do? Can you can you let others know that hey, we're not going to steal your baby and uh, and burn your house down, right? It doesn't make any sense. At least you're stealing the baby out of the burning house. I guess that you're doing some social good there. Wow, that got dark. The point here is that. You know, these are other uses. Cross-selling testimonials, they all kind of work together, right? The testimonials help to solidify the cross-sell. Anyways, uh, the, this is something that, again, like I said, if I've had success, this is, if I can redeem this podcast 13 minutes in, you're welcome. I can redeem something. This is something that I have had a little success in. Now, you heard M- Michelle mention rock referrals, and pretty soon this podcast is going to be sponsored by them if, if agents keep talking about them. But yes, I can I can tell you that I have talked to plenty of agents who have used them, and they do get tons of reviews using them. They have definitely found a, a pretty solid way to systematize and use effective language to make this work. I personally have, have, have developed my own little system. It's probably not as effective with rock referrals just yet. Um, and, and maybe I'll use rock referrals at some point and maybe it will just get me a ton of reviews. Um, but again, it's that simple trigger, right? It's uh, X amount of days after becoming a client, send this email, uh, you know, hey, such and such, um, you know, thanks for, um, you know, doing business with us. Uh, hopefully you've settled into that home policy and hopefully everything's going well. If it's not, you know where to find me, blah, blah, blah. Again, Rocker Referrals might be listening to this and say, Joe, you're an idiot. This is not something you should say. Anyways, the point is, is I just basically have an email that says, hey, how did I do? You know, and I just say, hey, you should be selling your, your health insurance policy right now. If you'd like to let me know um, and tell me, you know, honestly what you thought of our experience, click here to leave a review on Google. Uh, that, you know, very much appreciated if you, if you took a few minutes. Now, does everybody do that? No, but I have picked up I've uh, been rolling with this since, uh, I don't know, maybe two, three months now, eh, maybe more than that, maybe four or five months. And I've picked up uh, probably eight or nine reviews, I think, in that time span where I only had one in the like two or three years before that. So you obviously just have to ask, right? You just have to set the trigger. And it's only one email. And I just wanted to start there and see how that works. So maybe I, maybe I go back and add an email to that now. Maybe I'll get a few more reviews. And the point is, is that we want to, again, want to say reviews, 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 testimonials, testimonials, testimonials. But at some point, there's going to be a a lot of diminishing returns, right? Yeah. Okay. The 78th testimonial is not going to be nearly as effective as the fifth or the sixth, right? I mean, there's only so much somebody's going to read about how awesome you are, right? They're going to be like, all right, I get it. I get it. All right. That's enough. Just stop. And, and at some point you're not going to need as many reviews as you might think. Obviously if everybody left it, that'd be great. And, and if you saw like 78 reviews on Google, then that's probably, you know, better than you know 20. Um, but they're not going to read all of them. So a lot of that is, is again, a vanity number. So just again, back to understanding what you need, what you don't need, being, being fully aware of, of what's necessary and what's not. And don't overthink it and don't, don't talk yourself out of something before you've even started because that's the worst thing that you could possibly do. And if you don't have active campaigns, if you don't have HubSpot, if you don't have even the basic of MailChimp automation sequences, don't worry about it. Well, maybe worry about it a little bit. You might want to look into that. I'm going to be honest. 
probably want to consider sometime next week, maybe today, tomorrow, looking into some type of email automation platform because email automation is something that you know is going to make your life a little bit easier. But at the same time, we want to do it and we want to add value at the same time while trying to, you know, improve our overall experience. And and again, having those testimonies and reviews is a benefit to the people that are trying to buy from us. They're real hand accounts of people. If we don't ask for them, then they're not going to exist and they're not going to help people understand, uh, you know, what we are and, and what we do. Same thing with the cross selling. If we don't ask, it doesn't happen. And, and, the question is, do you want to ask? Do you want to do that thing? Can you be good at it? Do you have somebody that can be good at it, right? All of this is just not getting ahead of yourself, understanding the goal. If you want the goal to exist in the first place, because don't let somebody guilt you into thinking that it needs to be there. It doesn't necessarily have to be there. The only way that's going to work for you is the way that works for you. It might sound a little oversimplified, but understanding your strengths and executing on them is far better, far better than trying to make somebody's strengths apply to what you do. It won't work. You have to know what you're good at. You have to, you have to just strip it down and you just have to get to work. So I mentioned the mastermind meeting earlier in the podcast, and I told you that we were going to be releasing details around the Girl Labs 2017 here very soon. And, um, and we did do that today, and I want to let you know, very special early kind of thing, just let, let you know what's going on. We are heading back to Chicago, and it's going to be that first week in September. I'm not quite sure on the exact date, the 4th, 5th, 6th, sometime that, I think, Wednesday, Thursday of the first week of September, uh, in conjunction with the big eye thing that's going on there. Uh, so we're pretty confident on all that happening. Um, however, I did want to let you know something that we are doing for our mastermind members this this year is that the price of admission to come to Grow Labs is going to be included in your mastermind membership. So if you've been on the fence and you've been worrying about or been thinking worrying, you've been thinking about joining the mastermind. You know, yeah, yeah, I don't know, Jason, he's he's okay, Joey, he's I don't know what to think about that guy. If you have been unsure on the fence, you want to come to Grow Labs and you want to come for free. Uh, jump into the mastermind for a limited time only we're going to offer this because at some time we'll cut it off uh, but if you jump in you'll, you'll you'll as long as you're a paying mastermind member you can come to grow labs absolutely free and you can bring somebody with you for an extremely discounted price as well i'm not going to quite release the pricing details just yet but basically it's going to be you're going to bring somebody for half the full price value if you want to bring somebody else within your agency so not only do you get to come for free but you can bring somebody else from your agency for half price so pretty big stuff. We're really excited about that because we just want you to be there and we want you to have somebody there to you know come back to your office and support you and actually do these things, right? So hopefully stay tuned to the podcast. And if you haven't already jumped into any of the Grow Program experience, growprogram.com slash free to get started. Or if you want to jump into the mastermind right now, growprogram.com slash mastermind uh, to go ahead and get started with that growprogram.com slash mastermind. And hopefully I'll see you on the next call.